Welcome back to Nightfalls, the bedtime show of classic and original stories designed to guide you into a calm and peaceful sleep. I'm Jeffrey Newland, and this evening, let's settle in for a fairy tale escape as we meet Beauty in the enchanted castle that she has been sharing with the Beast. Close your eyes and let your imagination journey to a hidden castle surrounded by snow-covered rose bushes as we join Beauty for a story quite out of the ordinary. Before we begin, here's a quick word from our valued sponsors who keep this free content possible. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For the best way to fall asleep with nightfalls, you can now become a premium supporter. Enjoy the entire back catalogue of Nightfalls classics, all with a rich, immersive and totally ad-free experience. If you love falling asleep to Nightfalls, Nightfalls Premium will elevate your sleep while helping to support myself and the team. We love creating Nightfalls, but without supporters, it wouldn't be possible. Join Nightfalls Premium today in just two taps on both Apple Podcasts or via the Supercast link found in the show notes for all other podcast players. Your sleep will thank you for it, and so will I. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. If you've been feeling overwhelmed with anxiety lately, try listening to a guided meditation on the Meditation for Anxiety podcast. Meditation is a proven natural way to help you calm down and dissolve stress so you can feel lighter and happier. So subscribe for free today to the Meditation for Anxiety podcast by searching for Meditation for Anxiety on your favorite podcast player. It had been a long winter in the enchanted castle, but Beauty had whiled away the hours in the warmth of the library. She had always been fond of books, even whilst living back in her quaint little village as a girl, but she had long ago run out of books to read, but still found joy in reliving the same stories over and over, time and again. She knew that there must be more books out there, stories and adventures, that she still had to experience. On one magical day, she stumbled across the great library within the enchanted castle. It was like 
all her prayers had been answered at once. Beauty loved living in the castle. She would wander around the grand halls, weaving up and down the maze of staircases, potter about the kitchen, baking and cooking. She played music and explored the many rooms of the castle for hours on end, day in and day out. She used to enjoy walking around the castle gardens and grounds during the sunnier months, but now that winter had set in and thick snow permanently coated the ground, she didn't tend to go outside as much. Instead, she stayed inside, enjoying the warmth and activities within the castle walls. When she discovered the library behind a locked door, she could hardly contain her delight and her heart filled with joy. The castle library held the most extensive collection of books she had ever seen. Shelves of books aligned every wall from ceiling to floor. Aside from a grand stone fireplace on the far side of the room with a pair of marvellous red leather armchairs poised next to it, there was simply a desk and a chair and books. More books than beauty could have ever cared to imagine. When beauty told the beast that she had discovered the library, his eyes lit up with delight. Memories of this long-forgotten, hidden corner of the vast castle came flooding back. He began to talk about how many hours he had spent in the library, so many years ago, poring over all of the books. He admitted that he hadn't read any books in a few years now, but he often thought about returning to his beloved hobby. Beauty invited him to join her sometime, and he had nodded with a small smile, replying, I'll think about it. Beauty was sure that the beast was mellowing with time. Once upon a time, when she had first found herself in the enchanted castle, the beast had kept to himself, not speaking to her very much. He preferred to spend his days relaxing in his bedchamber. But every so often, Beauty would spot him roaming around the gardens, stopping to smell the flowers and speak to the bluebirds as if they were friends of his. She often thought about inviting him for a stroll with her, but now that winter had come in, the suggestion would have to wait for the warmer months to arrive again. The main time that Beauty and the Beast would spend together was when he would join her for dinner. They would speak to one another politely across the dinner table, discussing their days and commenting on how pleasant the food was, but they rarely talked about much more than that. Beauty didn't know much about the beast, but she liked to think that there was more to him than met the eye. 
had kind eyes that twinkled when he smiled at her. Their interactions filled her with a warmth that made her feel totally at ease and at home in his company. The library had quickly become Beauty's sanctuary. She could relax in the red leather armchair, warming her feet by the fire, gazing out of the window overlooking the snow-topped gardens with a book in her hand. In her eyes, there was nothing more perfect. She spent every day here. Some days she didn't even move from the armchair. She spent all day reading. Beauty had read many breathtaking tales since she had discovered the library. She had delved into mysteries with detectives cracking codes and uncovering secrets. She was learning about ancient history and the many marvels of the world. She had fallen in love with several young heroes. She rejoiced when they united with their love interest in romance novels, and she had sailed the open seas with sailors and fought with pirates aboard grand ships. Every day was a new adventure in Beauty's library. She could live a thousand lives with all the books. On this particular day, Beauty had woken up to the sound of a tiny red-breasted robin chirping away sweetly on her windowsill. Its pretty song enticed her to open up the window and take a deep breath of the chilly winter air, invigorating her for the day ahead. There was something about the winter air that was so refreshing, nothing quite compared to it. As she looked out over the snowy gardens, she smiled to herself. The winter sun was glistening and reflecting off the snowy crystals that lay unspoilt upon the ground, disguising the rose bushes and the beds of many beautiful plants. She noticed a furry squirrel hopping down from a tree to retrieve a nut it had dropped to the ground. It burrowed away at the snow, grabbed its precious snack, and then scurried away back up the tree to enjoy it. Beauty looked down at the fluffy robin by her side, smiled and whispered softly, I think today is a good day day for an adventure, don't you? She dressed in a long rouge-coloured dress with gold embellishments along the hem and the collar. The sleeves ran down to her elbows, and from there, golden yellow lace draped down around her forearms, so that as her arms swung by her side, The material swished with a grace that reflected her gentle demeanour. Beauty was precisely that. A true beauty. Not only was she captivating in appearance with long, curly brown hair, large dark eyes, 
certain flawless porcelain skin. But she was kind of heart, intelligent and understanding, and warm and welcoming to everyone she met. As she passed the beast's bedchamber on her way downstairs, she called out a cheerful good morning to him, just as she did every day. Reaching the library, Beauty glanced up at the towering bookshelves around her. She needed a new book to start today, but she had no idea where to begin. The last novel she read had been written by an explorer, all about his journeys through Antarctica. So today, she fancied something easygoing with a hint of mystique. Something that would take her away from the real world temporarily and immerse her in another. She pulled the rolling bookcase ladder towards the middle of the shelves and began to climb. Perhaps something on the top shelf would do the job. She climbed to the top step and began to scan the dusty books on the top shelf. The books had clearly not been read in years. Their spines were withering and peeling away as if they were centuries old, and a layer of thick grey dust sat on top of them. Beauty scanned each of the book spines, looking for one to grab her attention. As she moved her finger along the row, her hand stopped in front of one particular book that was wider than any others on the shelf. It had a navy blue cover, but no title printed on the spine. She pulled the book slowly from its resting place, allowing it to rest in the palm of her hands as she examined it. There was no writing anywhere to be seen on the front or back of the book cover, but when she flicked to the first page, she found a short introduction, scrawled with particularly flourished handwriting in black ink. It read, If only a person can but dream, a story is never quite what it seems. Intrigued, Beauty tucked the large dusty book under her arm and climbed her way back down to the ground. She lit up a fire in the grand fireplace and made herself comfortable in her usual red leather armchair. The sun was streaming in through the window, lighting up the book for her. She didn't know what this story would be about, but she was certainly intrigued to find out. Opening back up to the first page, she continued to read the short introduction. If only a person can but dream, a story is never quite what it seems. Your imagination may take you away, but ensure you finish 
by the end of the day. What an unusual excerpt to begin a book with, Beauty thought. Unfazed, she turned to the second page and began to read. Beauty began to read the tale of a beautiful golden meadow at dusk. The sun was setting on the horizon, casting a purple haze across the sky, and a warm, gentle breeze blew the blades of grass and small flowers of the meadow back and forth, lulling them into a dozy state, ready for the coming night. A family of bunnies hopped gracefully across the meadow, tired from their day of exploring the land. As they leapt and cascaded through, they chattered away about all of the fun adventures they had embarked on that day, and how much they looked forward to curling up with their mother back in the burrow. As they approached the entryway to their home, they gazed up into the branches of a tall tree and called up to the bird's nest above. Good evening, Mrs. Starling. Did you have a lovely day in the meadow? inquired the eldest bunny. Mrs. Starling peered over the edge of her nest and down at her fluffy friends below. Oh, yes, she replied warmly. In fact, I didn't stay around the meadow today. I flew off down the river and across the lands, watching all the other creatures go about their merry day. Although my children seem to be taking their time returning home this evening. At that moment... The bunnies heard the flutter of feathery wings and felt a gush of wind above their heads. Mrs. Starling's four children flew past and soared up to join their mother in the tree, nudging a bunch of golden leaves from the branches and causing them to fritter down to the ground below. The bunnies giggled as the leaves landed all around them with one even brushing past the ear of the youngest bunny, tickling him as it went. Beauty couldn't help tittering along with the innocent little bunnies in the story. They were so sweet, and it was such a relaxing story. At that moment, Beauty heard a rustling sound behind her, and she looked around the back of the armchair to see what the commotion could be. When she saw what had made the noise, her eyes grew wide with wonder. Hopping around the floor of the library were a handful of small, grey, fuzzy bunnies, Even more astounding, it sounded as though they were giggling, just like the bunnies in the story. How bizarre, 
thought Beauty. What a coincidence that some bunnies have managed to get in from outside at the same time as I was reading a story all about them. She stood up from the armchair and crept towards the adorable creatures. How could they have gotten inside? She pondered as she looked around for an entryway that they could have burrowed through. However, she could not spot anything. Oh, it must be very cold outside in the snow, and the little creatures have retreated inside the castle for some heat, she thought. She reached down and picked up one of the bunnies, holding it in her arms and bringing it closer to the fireplace in the hopes of warming it up. But as she looked down at the ground where the furry animal had been, she noticed a smattering of golden leaves scattered around the floor, just like the leaves that had fallen from the tree in the story. At that moment, she heard the faint sound of fluttering above her head and looked up to see what it could be. There was nothing there. However, as she scanned the library with her eyes, glancing over the bookshelves, she noticed a little movement coming from the ladder. Upon looking closer, she noticed that a bird was perched on one of the steps. The bird looked at her, gave out a little chirp, and then started to fly around the library. Surely I'm dreaming, thought Beauty. It would be a very big coincidence if both bunnies and birds were roaming around after I'd just read about them. She placed the bunny in her arms back down on the floor and watched it as it hopped over to its family members, and they all curled up in a fluffy bundle, warming themselves by the fire. Meanwhile, the bird had settled atop one of the bookshelves and was nestling in to relax. Beauty had no idea where these animals had appeared from, but they all looked so cosy and content that she didn't want to disturb them. They were no bother to her, so why should she bother them? She settled herself back down in the armchair and turned the book to the next page. Oddly, the previous story seemed to have come to an end. Perhaps the following page had been torn out a long time ago, so she continued to read on to the next chapter. The next chapter was all about a walk through a stunning forest in the midst of fall. The once green leaves of the towering trees had transformed into glittering orange petals. The autumn sun was peeking through the gaps in the trees, 
casting shimmering beams of light down on the dusty woodland path. As the book guided Beauty down the beckoning path, she could almost hear the faint sound of a woman's beautiful voice singing a lullaby floating on the breeze. She was overwhelmed by a feeling of calm and serenity. The forest's flower beds were retreating into themselves, preparing for the oncoming winter, but a cluster of toadstools remained standing proud on the ground. The book urged Beauty to look closer, and as she did, she discovered that tiny fairies were hopping across the toadstools, unwinding and finding shade beneath them, and perching on the edges, allowing their little legs to dangle over the sides. It was like a tiny fairy kingdom. Next to the toadstools, a large wooden fairy door was carved into the bark of the tree at the base of the great tree. A sign hung above the door which said, Fairy Godmother's Place. It was a very big door that could easily fit a human through. Perhaps Fairy Godmother was larger than the other fairies in this forest. Oh, how wonderful it would be to have a fairy godmother to grant you wishes, Beauty whispered to herself. At that, the fire suddenly began to shimmer and quiver. Beauty looked around the library expectantly, but there was nobody there. I wonder what made the fire move like that, thought Beauty. The fireplace was being very temperamental today. There must have been a draft. Beauty heard a sound and turned back to look at the library. It was not the way it had been before. Majestic trees had taken root in the ground grown all the way up to the ceiling, their orange leaves dusting the roof. The bunnies were now hopping around lush green grass and in between hibernating flower beds that had sprouted up from the ground. There were even toadstools scattered around the room and the faint sound of twinkling was in the air. There was no doubt about it. This was most definitely the result of enchantment. And the only thing that Beauty could think of was the book. The book must have created this. The bunnies, the birds, the forest within the library. It was all just as the book had described. Then she heard a soft, soothing sound filled the room, like that of twinkling wind chimes. She felt her whole body grow relaxed 
and she felt overcome by a feeling of safety, warmth, and happiness. She closed her eyes and heard a sweet voice say, I am here for you, my child. I heard your wish, and here I am. Beauty opened her eyes and saw a beautiful, ethereal woman stood before her with the biggest, bluest, twinkling eyes she had ever seen. She had a kind face and a reassuring smile and was wearing a sparkling pink gown that cascaded to the floor in a dramatic fashion. She held in her hand a glimmering scepter and she swooshed it gracefully in front of her and to the side. It left behind a trickle of golden light floating in the air. Beauty was mesmerized. Standing before her was an actual fairy. How can I help, Beauty? The wise fairy asked, raising her wand. Beauty was astonished. This was more than just a coincidence. This friendly woman in front of her must be the fairy godmother from the story, come to grant her wishes. Beauty was perplexed. She was being presented with the choice to make a wish, just as she had wanted. But now that it had become a reality, she didn't know what to wish for. She could wish for anything at all, and the fairy godmother could make it happen. How can I be of help, beauty? The fairy godmother spoke again, smiling at her. Listen to your heart. What is it asking for? Beauty closed her eyes and allowed her brain to settle. She stopped overthinking, froze the thoughts in her head from worrying, and allowed her brain to be silent and still. She took a deep breath in and breathed out with a sigh. She knew what she wanted to wish for. Opening her eyes again, Beauty gazed at the gentle fairy and made her choice. Please can you help me get the bunnies back to their home safely? They may be far from home and I think they will be safer in their burrow with their mother rather than here pottering around the library. The fairy smiled back at her. Beauty knew it was a simple wish, and maybe some people would see it as a wasted opportunity. But in the midst of quieting her mind, Beauty had realized something. She didn't need anything. She had everything that she wanted and needed. She lived in a beautiful castle 
and lived a peaceful life. She had company in the beast, and she felt safe and happy in his presence. She had a library full of more books than she could ever read in a lifetime, and her heart was content. The look that the fairy godmother gave Beauty with the twinkle in her eye suggested that she had already known what Beauty really desired. She was just waiting for Beauty to decide it for herself. With a flick of her wand, pure, shimmering magic cascaded from the wand's nose and swept up the fairy in a swirl of glitter carrying her away and out of sight. Beauty could hear the faint sound of chimes travelling around the library, no doubt trying to round up the little lost bunnies. Feeling more at ease and trusting in the fairy godmother to help, Beauty lay back in the armchair, propped her feet up on a stool and sighed with relief. She couldn't believe that, twice now, what she had been reading about had come true. Was this the case with every chapter of the book? Or was it just that she had been so interested in each story that she had somehow managed to project the stories to life through some form of magic? Beauty thought about putting the book back on the top shelf and leaving it up there, never to be read again. But her curiosity got the better of her. She longed to know what the next story was and whether it, too, would magically find its way to come to life. Cautiously, she started to read the next chapter of the book. Once again, it was a totally different tale. This time, the story was set on the banks of a pond. Many colourful fish would rise from the surface of the pond water every day to put on a show. They would dance, somersault, and dazzle the other creatures that lived by the water's edge with their moves. The inquisitive frogs would try to get closer to watch the spectacular fish perform by sitting on the lily pads to get a better view. They would applaud the fish as they shot up out of the water, twirled in the air and nosedived back under so gracefully. What a delightful show it must be for the little frogs, Beauty thought as she flicked through the pages. She tried with all her might not to get too involved in the story, in case it was the strength of her imagination that had brought the last couple of chapters to life. But as she came to the end of this new chapter, she felt a soft gust of wind flow through her hair, and she looked around to find a fresh new pond in the middle of the library floor, complete with dancing fish 
and appreciative little green frogs on lily pads. Beauty sighed with disappointment. It didn't seem to matter whether she paid much attention to the story she was reading or not. With the end of every chapter, some new element would emerge from the pages and appear in the library. As she watched the fish glide through the air in and out of the water, Beauty felt at a loss. She could still hear the fairy godmother jingling around the library, invisibly attempting to round up the young bunnies from the first chapter, and now she had conjured up an entire forest and a pond in the middle of the castle. How was she going to explain this to the beast? Surely he would never believe her. As she looked around at the mess she had made of her beloved library, she closed the enchanted book and left it on the side of the chair. She stood up and made her way towards the library door. She would go for a walk around the castle, collect her thoughts and think about what she could do to put things right again. After an hour of walking around the castle aimlessly, Beauty returned to the library and closed the doors behind her. She took a deep breath in and sighed out in preparation. She was ready to put things right. Taking a step towards the armchair in front of the fireplace, she froze in her tracks as she saw the beast sitting in her place. He sat quietly and contemplatively, skimming over the pages of the magical book with his giant furry paws. I see that you found my enchanted book, he said teasingly, raising an eyebrow and glancing in her direction with a smirk on his face. Beauty felt the tension in her body relax with relief. The beast didn't seem mad at all by the mess she had made. In fact, if she was correct, it seemed like he was vaguely amused. Did you enchant the book? Beauty asked, walking towards him and sitting in the chair opposite. The beast shook his head slowly and chuckled softly. No, no. When I came to this castle, a whole host of enchanted objects came with it. This book is one of them. Once I started reading this book and I noticed a bunch of characters and scenarios coming to life. As much as I tried, they would not leave the library until I finished the book. Then, like magic, they disappeared as though they had never been here in the first place. Beauty's eyes lit up with hope. That's what I have to do to put it right then, 
she replied ecstatically. I need to read the whole book all the way to the end and then everything will return to normal. The beast nodded with a reassuring smile on his face and handed over the book to Beauty. Locking eyes for a moment, as the book balanced between both of their palms, there seemed to be an unspoken agreement between the two of them. The beast pulled his armchair closer to Beauty, and as Beauty found the page where she had left off, the beast gazed over her shoulder, and they began to read together. Several hours passed and Beauty and the Beast remained in the warmth and comfort of the library, while yet more friendly characters came to life and wandered around them. A new cohort would magically appear with every chapter, from helpful little elves to talking flowers that chatted away to the trees. But as the pair came to the last words of the last page, the crackling fire began to flicker and a stream of glittering white light started to flow through the library, whisking up every enchanted object in its path and it settled itself back into the pages of the book. The magic had been returned and harmony had been restored, all thanks to the beast's patience and beauty's determination. Beauty shut the book gently, closed her eyes, and leaned back in the soft cushions of the armchair. She was exhausted after such a thrilling day and longed to drift off into a deep, deep slumber. Turning her head towards the beast, she opened her eyes and looked up at him. Thank you for your help, she said breathily, her body growing heavy as she allowed herself to succumb to the pool of sleep. Her body melted into the comfy chair cushions and her eyelids struggled to remain open. The beast smiled at Beauty but said nothing. Instead, carefully took the enchanted book from her hands, walked over to the bookcase ladder and climbed it swiftly to place the book back on the dusty top shelf where it belonged. They didn't want another run-in with this enchanted book again anytime soon. With a final glance back at Beauty, who was already beginning to drift off to sleep, the beast noticed a wool blanket on the back of the desk chair. He picked up the blanket and walked back over to Beauty, softly laying the blanket across her. 
creating a cosy cocoon for her to nap in. Beauty smiled dozily, and her head rolled to the side as she nuzzled herself into the armchair. Beauty did not see the beast's expression as he left her in peace in the library, but she did not need to. She knew that today they had made a connection, even amid such odd circumstances. He had been so understanding and helped her put things right, and to Beauty, that meant a lot. As she drifted off to sleep, she began to dream of a handsome prince living in a castle surrounded by rose bushes. He was kind, forgiving, and as Beauty read one of her favorite stories in the middle of the rose garden, the kindly prince sat by her side, silently and patiently. <laughs>